Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another week of these little bite-sized political podcasts. Thank you so much for downloading this one. It's a big week ahead, my friends, a very big week. So as you know, this podcast is sponsored by Quantum Hypno, as indeed is the special show that we're putting on this Friday night in London, London town, uh, with, of course, the esteemed uh, Father Calvin Robinson, and uh, Mr. Lawrence Fox. So I know some of you have bought tickets, so I'm looking forward to seeing you there on the evening. For those who haven't been able to get tickets and who, who would like to see the show, we definitely will have it available for you to see shortly thereafter. So uh, anyway, that's coming up. And because of that, there's going to be a uh, fewer podcasts from yours truly for reasons I'm sure you'll understand um, later on in the week. So we get lots of stuff done at the part at the start of the week, and then hopefully um, we'll get back into the normal routine next week. So anyway, my friends, uh, let's talk about a big, big story, uh, probably the biggest story of the past few days. And you'll remember on Friday, I think it was, I did put out a podcast concerning Mr. Lee Anderson, uh, conser former uh, conservative uh, deputy chair, uh, who got himself into all kinds of trouble because he suggested that London Mayor Sidney Khan was sympathetic to interests of Islam and Muslims. Well, I mean, I said at the time, ooh, this is, this is a mistake he's made because he shouldn't have said that. He should have said what Suella Braverman said, and that was that fear of Islam controls the United Kingdom. Instead, he went a bit more mealy-mouthed on it. But even at that, it was, you know, he was still in trouble. I told you that on Friday. Here we are on Monday. What's happened? He's been suspended by the Conservative Party. That bunch of weak-willed saps presided over by Rishi Sunak couldn't even stand by their man. They couldn't even do that. So instead, what we had was a cacophony, and it's still happening, on social media. Basically, every Labour MP, every left-wing social commentator got the memo. And the memo was, you've got a call for his suspension, hopefully his firing, get rid of him altogether. It's Islamophobic. It's racist. That was the memo. Now, listen, it must be pretty horrible for Lee. Uh, I can tell you that. I mean, when they came for me back in 2020 over my very reasonable question to uh, uh, Marcus Rashford, if you remember, but it, that was the pretext. It wasn't very nice to just, you know, you go on social media and everybody's calling for your head. So I kind of know a bit what it's like. And, uh, you know, I do sympathize with Lee Anderson. He certainly doesn't deserve to be suspended. He was speaking the truth. No, it was a ver it was a limited version of the truth. It wasn't the full-on version of the truth that Suella Braverman had said. But either which way, it was enough to trigger the entire left. And I'm sure you've seen all their tweets and all their posts saying that, oh my God, this is the worstest racisms ever. This is sheer Islamophobia. Rishi Sunak, you must do something. So instead of turning around to them, which he should have done, Sunak that is, and said, hang on a second, what's wrong in what, in, in what Lee Anderson said? What's wrong with what Suella Braverman said? This country will not be held hostage in terms of what we do to any particular ideology. We are the British government looking after the needs of the British people, and we're not a bunch of dimmies, D-H-I-M-M-I-S, look it up, uh, who, who to be bossed around by uh, a particular political 
um, ideology, which is what Islam is, of course. But he didn't do that. He caved. He caved instantly. And across the piece, I saw so many other conservatives, people like Robert Buckland, for example, instantly caving and saying, oh, Lee Anderson, you're so evil. This is racism. This is not, you are not fit to be in a public uh, role with our great, wonderful party. And so that's what they said, a lot of the conservatives. They, they, they caved, they went along with it. They weren't prepared to stand by Anderson. And that makes me feel that actually, folks, there, and you've heard me say this so often, there is this uni party that rules over us in the UK, the red bit, the blue bit. And I think after this weekend, you should be under no illusions that there is zero difference between Labour and Conservatives. Consider this, just consider this for a second. We understand why Labour basically uh, court the Muslim vote, because without it, they can't get themselves into power. Now, you might think that's pretty deplorable, which it is, but you can understand that. But and, and how do we know that? Because sur um, survey after survey shows that the Muslim population in the UK, which is very considerable now, uh, votes overwhelmingly Labour. Overwhelmingly Labour. So that's Labour's reason for pretending there's this thing called Islamophobia, uh, which I'll talk about in a subsequent podcast. But what's the Conservatives' reason for doing it? I can't think of any reason why the Conservatives would seek you know, to double down and run along with this narrative that, oh my God, Lee Anderson, he's such an Islamophobe. Why would they do that? Except that they're all the same. Maybe the people that control Labour control the Conservatives. What do you think? Who might those people be? What do you think? The fact of the matter is that what this weekend has demonstrated in such sickening clarity is that the Tories are worse than useless Labour are absolutely in the back pocket of Islam. That's going to become very apparent in the, in the years ahead. And we are pretty much in a bad place because of that. We need to have a better alternative from the uni party. The uni party needs to be smashed. But the problem we have, my friends, is that our entire constitutional setup is based on protecting the uni party. So where do we go?